Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about confidence in the golf game and what have me and Ryan been up to. So let's get into this. Hello Ryan. Hello again, Phil. <laughs> How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's nice to be back. Feels Isn't good it? to be back. Yeah. I think it's a, yeah. a month till the day from the last one. Is it? Yeah. yeah well, it has been requested and people have been getting in touch and there's even a trend on boards talking about us. Boards.ie. So, Who even knew sport. it existed? Who <laughs> knew it existed? Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, we're back. And, we're back. Uh, I haven't, I'm still in Nice. And, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, we got out to play a game yesterday and it was your first game in, what, 13 Thir- days? 13 days. I think it's the longest I've gone since... Well, it's obviously the COVID period, but yeah. Other than yeah. that, from a very young child, let's say. Yeah, a nice easy five under around one of the toughest toughest courses in the country as well for you. And you had a few putts. Yeah, it's nice when you start birdie birdie, isn't it? <laughs> sort of set you into the round, but then when you go bogey bogey, you're back to the start on the fifth tee. <laughs> yeah, but then <laughs> you made eight birdies yesterday. It was disgusting. Did I? Yeah. Nice. Three bogeys. Nice. Yeah. Trending, Philip. Yeah. Trending. <laughs> that's uh, that's the L Griven we know, isn't it? Well, the the old scar tissue is starting to leave. Yeah. It yeah. was a long couple of weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Mm. You even uh, you even have a new driver in the bag. You stealth. Yeah, stealth too. Forgiveness. Plus. That whole thing we were, <laughs> we made a lot of jokes about in earlier podcasts. I now have it in the bag. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah, well, no, uh, yeah, I, I still stand over what I said. <laughs> But uh, no, you were hitting it very well. Yeah, very happy. Well, as, as we discussed half an hour ago before I had to record this again, uh, when I can hit driver off nine and 18 in the heritage, you're confident. The driver's staying. One thing that I'm not uh, going to miss is the sound of you smacking your ping. Do you, do you know that break I had with the ping and I used that uh, another make for yeah a couple of weeks and then went back to the ping I couldn't believe the noise it made <laughs> how loud yeah. how loud it great was great driver oh Absolutely wow fantastic one of the, like, literally has to be it's one, one of the, of the best, best drivers of all time yeah agreed uh, on that agreed yeah, on that but the but the dampening the effect on the stealth is a lot more pleasing <laughs> yeah is it? Your, 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 your drive on two. Yeah, it was nice. Huge. Mine was mine was 270 and I hit a tree and came came back out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just to put it in perspective. Oh, that was deep then. Yeah, that was really deep. But you know what? You know, obviously this new tailor made, I think it's fantastic or I wouldn't be using it because it would take a lot for me to move from the ping. Uh and this is a proper proper driver but it's the the shaft I also feel I know we've been talking about it yeah the shaft um, the shaft is a big thing and it's it's something I'm starting to look into now because 
um, a lot of the work that I've done over the winter and this year with training and, and adding on speed through yeah. uh, weights, kickboxing, um, strength and conditioning, the shaft can't handle me anymore. <laughs> I know it sounds weird. <laughs> the shaft really bad. can't handle me anymore. <laughs> really, yeah, no, that's a terrible way of one. That's a tagline if I've ever heard one. <laughs> but um, it's just not suited for me anymore. I'm yeah. using it left, right, mm-hmm. everywhere, you know. Um, but well, the most, I, the, this, this new... Fujikura Ventus, the Valacor version is the most used shaft on tour. It's Fujikura's best selling shaft ever. Yeah, there's definitely something going on when you see pretty nearly, I, I, it's a high percentage of tour pros and they all have them. Well, Rory was in that sort of, that Cali for a long time. I think he was sort of, I don't know, wasn't the shaft I ever sort of played around with, but when mm. he moves to the Ventus, you know, it's yeah, a he, good he has it in Yeah, he has it in his tree wood. He has it in, in everything as well. Yeah. yeah. But for everyone out there who goes and picks up their driver off the shelf and the Zia Ventus in it, let it be told they're that the same. It, they're not the same. You need to go to the bottom yeah. of that shaft and look for the Velocor. If it's non Velocor, yeah, it's what, yeah. Phil? It's what? It's a Lamborghini with a lawnmower engine. <laughs> It's a Lamborghini <laughs> with a lawnmower engine. So splash yeah. the cash, get the Valacor, and you will not be yeah, disappointed. Yeah, because like, like, um, like, right, uh, my irons, the shafts in them, I absolutely love them. I can throw whatever I want at them. I can go yeah, as hard as I yeah, want. Yeah, because they're stable. They're 130x. Yeah. yeah, they're so stable. I can mm-hmm. go as hard as I want. I can do whatever I want, and I'm so confident with those shafts like I would literally just if I wanted to change head now I love my heads but if I wanted to change I don't think I'd change the shaft like and like with driver I think like you're after buying you're after getting the the black Ventus Velocor mm-hmm. like if you ever wanted to change driver all you need is a new head you know exactly, that? Like, yeah. because you know you know that shaft and, you, and then you can test nearly objectively as well which yeah. head is better for you oh well I did I got a fitting from Frank and TaylorMade I know you did I know yeah. you did which I is also instead of going in and picking one up off the shelf and then maybe going back two months later to trade that one in and all of a sudden you've spent £1,500 on two drivers go get fitted <laughs> just go get fitted <laughs> And yeah. spend the extra couple of pounds on the Velocor version, if that's the one that suits you. Well, like when you, when you put the blue TR in your ping, yeah, wow, mm. you were hitting the ball further, straighter. You were hitting this nice ball fly where it goes up, flattens mm-hmm. out, and just goes, 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 hits the deck, and then runs. You know, Off she it was. But like the Velocor, like as it was said, the core, the Velocor. It's about the core construction in that shaft. Stability yeah. through <laughs> transition and impact. It's like 150%. Is that, a, is that a, yeah, 150% stronger than, than any shaft sort of Fuji made before. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. When I seen the difference in 
in your game with it I was mm-hmm. like man I need I need to try these because I love my driver head but yeah from what you've seen yesterday like it's just how slow do I f- have to swing now to actually get that thing See, going in the there's fairway like a, there's a general perception out there that the weaker the shaft you use the more you'll hit it left you know people has hitting duck hooks and they'll be saying ah the yeah. shaft's too weak the shaft's too weak it's normally the opposite it's normally the high right miss because when you're sort of you're at impact and that club head's still behind you yeah and either that head's wide open or that whole term about saving it with the hands is actually impossible like you can't save a, a shot with with your hands but it's something you would do is flip them and then you get that odd sort of left miss but if you're getting yeah. that weak right or that high right miss it's something to definitely look at a, a firmer more stable shaft that, that, that's that's happening a lot with me lately yeah <clears throat> you know yourself like, yeah, like cause the brain can't think oh this club's behind I need to flip my hands here it's impossible to get that signal down to the hands that quickly but yeah. looking at you yesterday with that right miss you need something a lot more stable Ventus yeah. Red yeah. Ventus Red I don't know like I, I I want something that's like my iron <laughs> shaft that I can just go hell for leather on whenever yeah. I want but, but then I can also ease up and get that fairway finder out well like as we were saying when we were chatting about this like the likes of Adam Scott and Justin Thomas have put the red in, into their drivers they wanted a shaft that they didn't have to and that's also a big thing for you you need a shaft that you don't have to adjust your swing for what you're actually having to yeah. do at the minute you want something yeah. that you can just put in your bag with the swing you have and you will get the best results yeah and something that I can take from whatever head I'm using at the time yeah. but like, so like I, don't, I don't see myself moving from the TSR no no like, Ventus Red yeah. softer tip slightly higher launch then you go into the blue like mid launch low spin and then the blacks just see the, the mid, higher swing the mid launch the mid launch uh, the blue one appeals to me because I know mid launch is kind of like I could manipulate that higher or lower if I wanted you yeah. know that way yeah so um, yeah it's it's very it's very interesting because like and like confidence is something that I wanted to talk about and like equipment like my irons inspire confidence in me yeah I know that you know I know that they're gonna perform you know what I mean like I I can't go too hard for them you know it's impossible for me to go too hard on them you know that way Uh, and this this kind of breeds confidence on the golf course like and I think that's what you need like uh, because my golf game is starting to come along, and I had a, I had a, like I've I've had interesting rounds this year so far. And there's a video that came out last night, and you will have seen me play. If you watch it, it's some of my best golf last ever. night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is going yeah. out Friday, right? This, today's Friday. Yes. I get well, you. This is going out Friday. It's Thursday. Am I? Oh, yeah. I was like, am I? I had a loss or a run of the days there. Yeah. I get you. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. I haven't seen it. No, you haven't done. I've, 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 I've done it. Like, Let's just see. You were very excited when you called me through nine holes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, there's there's such good signs in my game at the moment that uh, it's coming. 
it's coming. Everything that I've been working for, it's, it's coming. 2032 like, West of Ireland champion, Philip Walsh. <laughs> but like, let's say on Monday I was playing a competition in Nice. I was two under par after three holes. That's, that's wow. like, that, that's good for anybody, you know that way? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, but what, what, what really, um, that made me think there's something changing here was when we were, and this is where the mental side of golf kind of comes in. Um, We were on the fourth hole. I'm playing with higher handicappers and we're waiting. It's kind of slow. There's a lot of people there. It's an open day. And all they're talking about is OB right all down the fourth. That's yeah. all they're talking about. Mm. And they're talking about like, oh, it used to be flat there and the balls used to run off, but now they put the bank up, like it's been saving me lately and all. So we're talking about OB all this time. Now I'm two under par, true tree. Uh, so I have the honour. I get up, where do I hit that ball? Left. OB. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> no, I hit it OB. But yeah. then with my next ball, I actually make birdie off it. On the stroke index one, so a yeah. five. No real harm you know. done. Actually, probably feel it feels as good as a birdie. It did. It felt yeah. like a birdie because you know because like really it was a birdie with a penalty yeah. stroke. There's but a lot more sadness made than fives in that position. Yeah, but that's my that's where my game is at at the moment. You know, and if you've watched the video last night, you'll see that. Like, it's it's really coming along, but. There's a mental barrier that I have to cross still and being able to bring it home. Like, I was, what was I? I was one over after 13 then. Um, excellent Silly stuff. bogey on 13. Huh? That's excellent. Yeah, I was one over after 13, but then, like, I, I had a double on 14, but, like, that was just golf. Um, yeah. What happened on 14? Where was the pen on 14? The pin was back right, but I was in the bunker left. But I was, yeah, I was pin high, but I couldn't actually get a stance. It was halfway where, up where, the hill. Where do you think you should have? Like, what was the yardage? And no doubt you'll remember. Uh, I actually can't. But like, I actually can't. There, it's there probably about one ninety. Yeah, and you hit the ball one ninety. Yeah. So like, you should have been hitting something middle of the green there one seventy. Probably. Did I ever Probably. tell you the story about McGinley playing Ryder Cup? This is a good point. It was on the No Line Up podcast, I'm sure people have heard it, but that they asked him, you know, how how active was he with players like when they were playing? Did he give any advice? Mm. Say and he yeah. sort of basically says, like, you know, I'm not gonna tell Rory McElroy how to hit a golf shot. Yeah. But then this sort of followed on. He says, like, in your playing career, did any captain give advice? And it was, he says, Langer actually told us clubs to hit when we were playing matches. And I was like, no yeah. way. So the story told was. I had a, I had a, I had a, I had a, yeah. Yeah. I had oh, a four. manager like that. <laughs> oh, four. Where was the Ryder Cup in oh, four? It was in America, Oakland Hills, I think. Um, He's playing foursomes with Harrington and he's playing against Woods and Davis Love and they get to a par three. Don't know where. But the pin, so I'm, this is why I'm telling this story, the pin's at the back of the green. Okay? 
Mm-hmm. And there's a shelf there, and it's like one forty-five or one. No, it's like one fifty or something to cover the shelf. And uh, so it's Harrington the hit or something. And Langer comes over and he says, "Hit wedge." And they sit and Harrington's like, "Or McGinley says, sorry, it was McGinley hitting." McGinley says, "Well, I can't get wedge back there." He says, "I'm going to pitch wedge in that slope, and it's going to spin down the green." And Langer says to him, "Hit wedge." So he hits wedge, pitches in the slope, and runs down to the green to about forty feet. Okay, so then yeah. Wood, ste- Wood steps up with nine iron straight at it, one bounce on the top tier, and into a back bunker. Langer had been standing there all day. That was the fourth match through, and he'd watched everyone try and pitch it on the top tier and watched them all go over the back. They proceeded to make four. The boys two putted for three, win the hole. You get my point? Um. Being on the greens banner. Well, that is the. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. It's yeah. a good what, way to put what's it. What's your point? The point is, like, when, when sometimes when holes are playing 190, you don't hit the 190 club. Sometimes you have to hit the 170 club. <clears throat> okay, okay. That's yeah, my point. No, I get that. I That's was being aggressive. Point. Yes, but, I understand, uh, but. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get that. I get that. From I'm a man that, can, that, that has held many a uh, fifty footer in his time and regularly twenty five feet putts drop, I see no harm in hitting at one seventy five there. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah, but like, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's very true. But I, I actually left the ball in the bunker. I couldn't. I could barely stand what I was hitting. It. Yeah, that's just unlucky. Yeah. Like. It is like, and that's why I don't really. I'm not really mad at that hole, but I'm, uh, I'm mad at my treble bogey on 17. Again, we talked about this. That was just my. That was my pure. Um, okay, let's take this home a tree over. You know, let's get this home a tree over. It pins like 190. So I said, okay, I'll just. I'll chip a five iron and mm-hmm. I send it long at a green, long oh. at a bunker. <laughs> my point is proven three holes later. <laughs> long at a green, long at a bunkers, and now I have to. I can't like I can barely get the ball on the green. I have to go up and over the bunkers, and the green runs into the water. Yeah, guess where? Guess where the ball goes? In the bunker. No, in the water. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't get up and down for double, so I end up traveling the hole. Well, I'll tell you what, it's a decent par up the last after making triple in 17. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing in a, what, 77? But, like, it's from really the rent. From where you've come from. 77, it's okay. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> yeah, but, like... Having that position, literally two holes that I'm five over on, and I come in at six, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And even, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, but, like, I, uh, I, I did notice something as well. Like, on 16, I hit a great drive on 16. 16 is around the corner, and I'd, I'd like one, I think it was like 147 left. Mm hmm. So I was like, right, I'll just I'll chip a nine uh, at it. And like instead of going for it, because it was the pin was tucked uh front left. Yeah. And instead of instead of just playing like at all the right hand side of the green, I take on the pin and I put it in the bunker left. But I'm yeah. only like 
maybe seven yards away from the a pin. But I'm in the bunker left and I get up and down. Like it, it could have been a, a birdie opportunity if I played that sensibly. It's I know it's hard and I'm I'm give me a four iron and then going straight at the hole most of the time. Just because I'm stupid, not you know, but centre yeah. of the green. It's a hard thing to do, mind you. You just stand up and just cut it to the middle of the green. <laughs> it really is when you're like you've got it like a wedge or a nine on in your hand, like not to like just go at the flag, but that's yeah. why they're over there. Like, but it's to get just you. literally do not miss short side. That is it. Yeah, you're short no, side. Like, yeah. I, was, I, I could from where I was in the bunker, I could literally just touch the flag. I was that close to it, but oh, like wow. one of my playing partners was over the other side. Like twice my distance, but and I was looking at him going, Man, I can hold that, but like, yeah, <laughs> you know, that way, yeah, I gotta hold that, you know. And uh, but I, I did get up and down, I actually nearly held the bunker shot, but um, I got up and down, but that's not the point. The point is, I didn't give myself an opportunity to make birdie there, yeah, you know, I I, I forced myself to make par. And I know you held you the bunker know. shot the other day, but how many times do you hold bunker shots and how many times do you hold 30 footers? It's a... Yeah. Yeah. It's quite regular for me to hold a 30 footer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can, you can count how many bunker shots you hold a year on one hand, maybe even... Yeah. A lot, though. I couldn't tell you the last time I held a bunker shot. No. Yeah, actually, yeah. You know You've what I mean? You've come close a few times, Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but uh, I I thought I was gonna hold that bunker shot there yesterday, but uh, with the one that uh, has spanned back sixty feet, sixty feet. I stepped it out. Hard to believe. <laughs> that but was you, you said we, you said we something. We got very no. excited. We, we did. You, we all got very. <laughs> but I'm not even excited over that. Now I'm excited of what you said about the shot, slightly on the down slope. And I said, "Did you catch it down?" And you said, "No." That the pin was cut tight so you were playing for like the far side of it yeah yeah. you were playing yeah. into the space instead of taking on that lip and leaving it in there yeah. and making six or seven exactly yeah but like I couldn't believe it it so actually little, pitched yeah. on yeah, the edge of the green far it went off the green and then spun all the way back to about six feet from the, from the hole <laughs> like it was mental oh yeah There's something just I don't know what it is about spin I, yeah, well, hey, guys, I did not try to do that. That just happened. <laughs> okay. It would be better if you had called it. <laughs> yeah, I know, and somebody recorded it. But yeah. like, <laughs> it was it was unreal, but I kind of did it again on uh, 11 as well because the wind was hard into it and I threw it up the hill and spun it back. Where? So, hmm? Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, right. I missed that. I was down in the in the. Yeah, my pitch valley. mark was halfway up the green. <laughs> oh, right. I was down in the valley. I didn't see it. Okay, very yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, and then on the last hole, when you made that filthy birdie, yeah, uh, to shoot five under, uh, yeah, like I spun that, spun that a lot from that distance, like. Yeah, it's good once the ground sort of gets that bit firmer and the greens are still a yeah. wee bit soft. They're sort of still receptive. Yeah, but I, I still, I still like, I like driving it in that low and being able to spin it as well. Yeah, club face it's, control. It's, What'd you play it with? Fifty six. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I had like I had the, the Nice Junior Cup team there for like a short game thing last week, and they, they were all said like they wanted to hit that low sort of shot yeah. from 50, 60 yards. And he says, Well, what club do you think? That was go exactly for? it. Yeah, and all of them that just was automatically go stopped. For, go for their 60. I was like, No, no. you're sort of working against yourself already, aren't you? Yeah, you're working it like I find. Like last year, I spent a tremendous amount of time down the practice area, and I found with a sixty degree in my hand, I was not only less consistent with that shot, but I would have to shaft lean so much that it brought in like big duffs. And yeah, big but like steep. as I said to you last week, when we miss a green, and like I don't do it anymore, thank God. But why is it just an automatic... Re- you don't do it either. But why is it an automatic reaction for 90% of golfers just to go and get their sand wedge or their lob wedge when they miss a green? Like, I've started chipping lots with seven irons and pitching wedges and... Mm. You saw you saw me do one uh, with a nine iron yesterday. Yeah. But you know yeah. what I mean? It just... The, like, the leading edge in the 60s is just so sharp. You have to be basically highly skilled off tight stuff to... To hit that shot, and if you're not practicing, literally get your seven iron, get your rescue, hit it like a putt if you're not going over anything, get the ball rolling towards the hole. Yeah, well, the the first like the first thing I do, like, and you know, if you go watch the Palmerstown video, the two yeah. of us had amazing short games that day. Yeah, and we chipped you know? them with like wedges and seven, like, but we were chipping with different clubs. Yeah. What about the day like, you carry for me then around Palmerstown? How many did I chip with the seven iron and the pitching wedge? And yeah, a lot. And yeah. you just give them the clinic. You'd given that lesson. But like yeah. the one thing when I'm walking up to a ball and I'm around the green, it's like, okay, first of all, what shot do I want to hit here? And then I think of that, and then it's like, okay, can I hit that shot here? <laughs> you that's know, a good, that's a good point. <clears throat> Yeah. What shot do I want to hit, and can I hit it? Yeah, you, you'll see. You'll see it in the video that's that's gone uh, uh, went down Thursday. Um, like there, there's certain shots, and I already know the reaction. What's going to happen? And I'm saying like, oh, I'm going to have to get steep on this, so it's going to pop up where most people would think it would come out. You know, and this yeah. is literally from like I know from that live what's going to happen hit down you for know? the ball to go up hit down for the ball to go up you know so like understanding those things and then picking your clubs according to what you want to do uh-huh. is more I, I feel is more beneficial like the pros might think of it in a different way they, they talk about it lie but that's 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 when I think what shot do I want to hit and that's when but I like, think then again, can, I, can I hit it yeah if anyone's ever played any of the courses the pros play they're not dealing with mud and burl eyes and stuff that stuff is no. literally perfect you could eat a steak dinner yeah. off the lies around the green so that is why they go for their 60 and fly it the whole way most of the time yeah, but a, lot of, a lot of them don't do it. like a lot of them uh, don't like like there's a there's a tailor made clinic with Tiger and Scotty, Scotty Sheffield yeah, 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 yeah. And but that was a, that was a like, tight oh, flag oh, yeah yeah but they're talking about oh I wish I had my 56 I'd do this with a 56 mm. they're actually taking they're actually taking less loft because it opens up more avenues for them. Yeah, it just depends on the shot. But predominantly they can yeah. afford to work their bounce, as they say. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, 
But yeah, the scores are definitely coming. Good. I can feel it. Good. I just need to get. I I just need to get. I I got myself into a place where I was practicing so much that my game wasn't sharp. Yeah. It was all over the shop, and now that I'm playing more, it's it's really really starting to come in. But the last hurdle is the mental hurdle, which I think is probably the most important one in golf. Mm. I just, I just mentally on a golf course, I'm sort of, I don't know, I wouldn't say like like an airhead, but I'm I'm just sort of playing golf most of the time. But I do say yeah, I exactly. would suffer a lot of sort of scar tissue. What? You know. I don't know. It's just I always remember the shots I've hit in certain places. I would actually remember a bad shot I hit, like say, like it was we were talking about that that time we played the pro thing around the heritage and those tee shots I hit at twelve and thirteen. Like I've played those holes now, probably a hundred times, and I've hit eighty decent shots down there. Yeah, and I remember the one bad one I hit. Yeah, we all, we all, yeah we all do that, but like yeah. I, uh, you can. You can't train yourself not to think like that. It's like in everyday don't, life. Don't think of an elephant. <laughs> it's like in everyday life. Like we, we can train ourselves to be positive. Like we can train ourselves to think uh, with positive with positivity. Like yeah, I've been doing it, it for it, the last sort of year and a half. It's very good. It's 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 like we, it's like we like we choose to answer people positively or negatively. You know, there's, uh, a, just, lot of there's, there's a lot of people out there that sort of get over hyped about stuff. Just let there be no stress. Yeah, but like, yeah, stress is a big killer. Oh, and pressure, pressure. You you could be under pressure and you don't even realize it. But like, I think. When you see someone like Rory McIlroy shoot 77 at the Masters and he has a technique that everybody kind of aspires to be like. Yeah. And people say he's probably the greatest driver to golf ball and he goes and shoots 77 there. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't blame his technique. You no. literally can't. The only place that is is the mental game. Well, you can have you an know? off day swing-wise as well. but Oh, of course. Of course, but that obviously that, that you reckon that stems from in yes, between exactly. the years. Yeah. But then you have someone like John Ram, unorthodox swing doesn't have it doesn't have a coach. You know they probably want to change his swing. There he goes and wins the Masters because he is full of confidence. Doesn't yeah. doubt himself. Yeah. Says ball goes there. I hit it hard. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You might like imagine like John going for a lesson, you know. Yeah, put your, put your hands that, in the that, that, that left Change. hand grip's too weak. You need to get that left hand wrapped around more. I need to see. Yeah, I need yeah. to see three knuckles. Put your hand. <laughs> yeah, put your hands twelve feet, twelve feet up in the air there. Now yeah. complete your backswing. No, buddy. No, and that like it just shows you um, the possibilities of what can come when you just believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. When you have confidence, it's it's limitless, you know. And John's chosen to go down that road, and like he is a like whenever he's in the field, he's a force to be reckoned with. Oh, big time! You know, and where did like that self belief? And he as, he obviously has a team around him that feed him with self belief. 
nobody's telling John no you can't do it everybody's like yeah John you can do it <laughs> you can win you the know? Masters you don't do have you know? to hit a draw do, to win do, the Masters do you, do you understand do you understand what I'm like I think this is because I made a video there a while ago called, saying that I'm beginning to hate golf yeah you it's know? a good one and that was that, like that wasn't clickbait that was honestly how I was feeling like and like um, I th- like obviously I've turned the corner now blah 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 but what I'm saying is like the mental side of golf is the reason we have sports psychologists it's the reason it's the reason that Rory is able to shoot 77 but then he's able to charge through a field and shoot nearly t- like t- like seven or eight under to win tournaments that backdoor you know? top 10 that he loves yeah but do you, do you understand like the, mm. like and I think if we can bring it into our games, it's the reason why I hit the ball OB on four, you know, that way. But then again, it's the reason that I birdied that hole to save my bogey, mm-hmm. you know. And this is, I think, something that we can all work on, not even playing golf. But um, and this is the part of the game that I need to focus on the most. Because when I'm two under after three, I've proved to myself that I can do it. Yeah. When I then bogey three holes and then fight back and get to level par, that proves that I can do it. The, you know, so where's the doubt coming from? Where is it coming where, from? Well, the, the, that's the question I'm asking. Where is the doubt coming from? Because I have proven, if you've watched the video that went live last night, you will have seen that I did it again. So where is this doubt coming from and how can I how can I bring it home? Because it's just something it's just something yeah, it's just something you actually learn. Because a lot of people ask me, you know, when you get to three or four under, like <laughs> a lot of people would struggle to bring it home. It's just literally yeah. just put yourself in this situation numerous times and lo and behold you will deal with it. there's not some secret recipe out there. No, but like, you know, it makes me think of like places, golf courses like the Heritage, mm-hmm. where um, you could be a scratch golfer there but never shoot level par. Yeah. You've you've never broken down that barrier. Like, mm-hmm. you know, is that good for the golfer? Well, this is something we talked about in some of the very it, it, early it is, podcasts. But like, it's that, it, ge- it's it that gentle mix of both the likes of Nice, the likes of the Heritage, the likes of One Point, the likes of the Heritage. Like I felt playing the Heritage and mixing it with One Point last year was great for my game. Yeah, and that's what I've been doing this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lo and behold, once you play the Heritage a few times, when you go back to Nice, you'll be like, oh. I can this score here. Easy. Well, not easy, yeah, but <laughs> no. But you think that, and then next yeah, time you just start yeah, yeah, playing, yeah. and you're like, "Oh man, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I forgot this game is hard. Yeah, but you know that it is. It is true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like, <clears throat> but I really, <laughs> for those who are listening who who have been following the journey, I think this is probably the most overlooked, underutilized areas of the game. We look look uh, we look at poor Carrington. He worked with Bob Rotella, and he won three majors. Yeah, there's there's something in it. Like I'd say, everyone out there's heard about. Like the books are very good. I read all the books. They are, but what everybody does is kind of flicks through them. But like, I 
actually applying them and getting yourself in positions and you don't have to be a low handicap you no. could be a high handy you could be a high handicap in your division or your category in your club and if you're getting yourself into positions let's say you're playing your weekly stable for it if you're after nine holes and if you know you have a good round going like getting yourself in those positions actually helps your game it's how you deal with it then because a lot of people then kind of throw it away then thinking they're in the clubhouse yeah it's it's an interesting thing it's a very very interesting thing mm. um, like you're, you're very superstitious on the course you oh. won't let me tell you that you're playing well no I hate that or if someone sees so you, you're playing like your 312 holes and someone says jeez you're putting well today mother of good god keep your mouth See, shut that's that's what keeps me going. No, it's like, doesn't, you know, it's no. like yes, I am because now no. I'm, you're building. I'm building. You're building my confidence. No, if I'm holding I'll, pots, I'll if I'm it. holding pots, I know I'm putting well. I don't need anyone else to tell me I'm putting well. I know that. It's it, what annoys me is when somebody, somebody's like. You, you know you're two under, and they keep talking about score. It's like, oh, you, you know you're two over. Yeah, you know you you know you you've got twenty four points now. It's like, you know, your man the other day was like in the competition. He's like, you've got twenty something points through nine holes. And I was like, thanks. And then you're trying to get that out of your head, like mm. you know, you're like. All I need to know is that that pin's there, and I'm going for. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but one really good thing about uh, that the other day, like all the pars that I made, and uh, well, most of them, except one or two, they were nearly birdies. Like oh, I, that's I a nearly, good sign. yeah, I nearly birdied ten, eleven, and twelve. Although some of my most stressful days on the golf course have come like that. What do you mean? Just tapping in pars all day gets quiet. Yeah. Yeah, not it's, to sound bollocky, but it does. It does get quite annoying at times. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does. I'd rather days like there's days you can hit fifteen greens and shoot level par, or there's days you can hit six greens and shoot level par because you're chipping and putting all day. Give me those every day of the week. No, I prefer to tap in pars. No, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> but yeah, so. What can people take away from this, Ryan? They um, can take away that my game's in a good position. Yeah. And if they go onto YouTube, they'll see it. Your game's in a really good position. Uh, but there's nothing changed there. <laughs> well, it has, because it wasn't in a great position for a few weeks. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you're not great as everybody else is. Oh, my God, this is my best round ever. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah. relax there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got a couple of pro arms coming up. We're looking forward to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do, you yeah. do, you do. And uh, yeah, some very, yeah, go on to YouTube if you haven't. Uh, and uh, subscribe should be really grown. So thanks, guys, yeah. if you're listening. And please read the um, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I do, because if you're talking about it online, obviously, and if you've listened this long, you're enjoying it. So just take five minutes, two minutes, three minutes, give it a rating. And uh, yeah, really helps out. But uh, Ryan, thanks as always. Good to be back, Philip. To me. Looking forward to playing yeah. golf tomorrow also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but guys, thanks as always for listening. And we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. bye, 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 bye. bye.